Hi, I'm Nikki from Teaching Autism and welcome to the Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Are you an autism or special education professional? Are you a teacher or therapist looking for support and new ideas? You may even be a parent, family member or carer. This podcast is perfect to help you find out more information, support and get some of your questions answered. Hi, and welcome back to the Teaching Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Before we start today, I just want to extend a massive thank you to all of my listeners. Many of you will know that I took some time off the podcast because I was having a difficult time with my pregnancy. This is my first pregnancy and I naively went into this thinking I would be able to carry on as normal. However, Life definitely threw me a curveball because I spent the first 16 weeks of my pregnancy being best friends with my toilet, which is not the way I envisioned my life going. With the constant sickness, tiredness and so many other symptoms going on, I knew there was only one thing to do and that was to take some time off. I so often preach to you all that it's really important to take care of yourself first How can you possibly take care of so many students and staff members when you're not putting yourself first? And this was advice that I had to take myself. And trust me, it's a hard one to take because I get so many messages every week from listeners thanking me for the podcast episodes and how helpful they are. And it really upset me to know that I was having to take that away from you all and I didn't know how long it was going to be for. Thankfully, this sickness is finally on the way out and I am able to start getting back into some sort of a work routine. You will need to bear with me because I am definitely having to slow down a little bit back compared to my usual workload. But anyway, moving on to today's podcast episode, I thought it would be fitting to kickstart back into my podcast with a planning for 2021 episode. How crazy does that even sound? 2021. Planning and organisation are probably the most asked questions that I get asked about from followers and that's why I decided this was probably the best place to start with the podcast for this year. So if you follow me on social media, specifically Instagram, Over the years, you will have seen I'm a little bit of an over-the-top planner. I like to plan months in advance. It makes me feel more relaxed when I know what's coming and that everything is kind of under control. Something which is especially handy if you get sick and have to take time off work because everything is already done and there's nothing worse than last-minute surprises. But in saying that, I also don't want to overload you and have you sat here for the next six hours, listen to me talk about how much I love planning and all the things that I do because, believe it or not, even I get bored of the sound of my own voice. So instead, I'm giving five tips to help you with your planning in 2021. So number one, make a list of all the holidays that you want to celebrate in your classroom this year along with special events and pencil them in ready in advance. Holidays can be so stressful if you're going to try and do them last minute. And side note here, it's okay not to do every single holiday or every holiday that every other Instagram teacher is doing. 
There are hundreds of holidays and special events that are celebrated all around the world. I recommend choosing ones your students will understand that will be beneficial for them to learn, to help them learn about the world around them, and ones that your school also like to see included. Also, add in birthdays here because we have had instances of only having a day's notice of a student's birthday because, you know, life got in the way and we haven't been checking the wall calendar as much as we should have. And we've also had an instance where a student managed to trick all of the teachers and staff in the classroom that it was his birthday that day. And they like scrambled around all day to have this whole last minute birthday party for him only to realise they had been totally duped and it was not his birthday. So get those birthdays added in advance. Also the same with staff birthdays as well. Number two, plan your topics in advance. I always have this little mini panic when I log on to social media, usually you know the teacher Facebook groups, and people are stressing trying to find a new topic for the next month, which can start in three days time. And there is no way you're going to be able to plan a full topic in that space of time. Like, it's giving me a panic just thinking about that. So first of all, you're going to want to decide how often your topics are going to change. Are you going to do monthly topics or weekly topics for that month? Remember, when you're doing this, to factor in those holidays that you've said you want to celebrate. You don't want to have too much going on. I generally give one week per holiday to give us a chance to work on a variety of different skills, activities and topics for that holiday. Sometimes this may differ. For example, in December, I do... Christmas but I also like to do winter holidays around the year and so I usually dedicate all of December to that. Number three, get ready to delegate. I know we all feel like we have to do everything ourselves but it's impossible. You cannot do all of the things. I mean you probably could but you'd also be driving yourself into the ground and you will end up being so burnt out you won't even get a chance to enjoy the year with your students. So look at your team of staff, look at their strengths, their skills they each have, talk to them, ask them if there's an area that they would like to take charge of. Maybe they want to take charge of finding the craft activities. Maybe they want to take charge of finding the craft activities. Then you can send them your topics and holidays for the year. They can go off planning all of those craft activities in advance and it's one less thing on your plate. Number four, get all of your appointments set up in advance. You do not want to leave meetings to be scheduled two weeks in advance and then you're scrambling to get everything done. Obviously, some meetings are going to be emergency meetings or meetings that just have to happen spur of the moment. But for a lot of meetings, you already know roughly when they're going to happen. So get those set up, penciled in, send them home to families, the more notice that everyone has, the more relaxed the whole thing is, the more notice families have to get time off work, and then just make a note in your diary to send home reminders closer to the time. This gives you a firm date of when a meeting is happening and enough time for you to get everything prepared and ready for that meeting. No more last minute Sally running around panicking. Number five, get a planner. 
either a paper one, a digital one, both. I don't care what you choose, just get a planner. I started to use both this last year and oh my sprinkle donuts, what a game changer. I have always been a lover of the happy planner and I still am. I love my happy planner. I love you can add your own custom pages into them. You can take things out, move them around, customize them. I just love a happy planner and I get a new one every year. But when we turned to online learning, suddenly this didn't seem as amazing anymore because it was only me who had access to that planner. So I created a digital planner and I'll link more about the digital planner in the show notes today for you to find out about. I'm conscious of time and I don't want to take up all your time talking about a digital planner. If you're like, Nikki, I don't want to know. (laughs) So just head over to the show notes and I'll link it there for you. So what I did was I just wrote all of my plans down in my happy planner for the school year ahead, just like always. Obviously, some things you're going to add further on through the year as they come up, but you know, you get this overall gist of starting to fill up your planner. Then I transfer all of that onto the digital planner, which my team of staff all have access to on Google Slides. This is especially great if I'm off work because they can just log onto the digital planner get all the information they need, and the class can continue to run smoothly without my presence. Whichever you choose to do, a planner will change your life. Trust me. Oh, and a trusty notebook. So those are just five quick tips that I have to make planning in 2021 easier and less stressful for you. Honestly, I love planning and I could talk about it all day. But those are the five tips that I felt have probably always been the most beneficial for me and ones that I share the most often. If you have any further questions about planning, do not hesitate to reach out to me on email or through social media. You guys know I love hearing from you and chatting with you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode and your patience with me while I took some time off. I am so excited for what 2021 is going to bring and all of the amazing podcast episodes I have lined up for you all. I hope you found this episode helpful and if you have a spare few moments, please consider leaving a review so other educators can find this podcast too. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you again soon.